0: iconic geeks obsessed with every little detail it'll never get on the air well i think it's good for a show to go off the air
1: before it becomes
0: stale and repetitive
1: i've just been informed that we are going off the air
0: off
1: air with emily and patra oh my god hello
0: (laughs) oh my god hello that's the wrong that's the wrong one i turned it into the wrong one again
1: stupid no Stupid. I don't like that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> absolutely not. Like, like, no, no, thank you. Absolutely not.
1: Um, Hello. Hi. Did you have?
0: No, we're not going <laughs> to talk about it.
1: No, we can. I can be fake.
0: <laughs> did you have an okay Christmas? I
1: did. It was awesome. You didn't die. I didn't. I'm alive.
0: So that's I, good.
1: Yeah. I mean, there were good things and bad things. Yeah. I got a uh, Pokeball waffle maker and a what? candle. What and a flat tire and a cold.
0: Okay, so good things and bad. Half the things, fifty percent. That's better than twenty percent. Heck
1: yeah.
0: Um, we have a. What's it called? Millennium Falcon. No, not a Millennium Falcon. A Death Star (gasps) waffle maker. Ooh, that's what Christmas. That's what Christopher's Christmas present was last
1: year. Nice.
0: Also, he freaking loved his present Did he? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Yay! I was so I'm excited. So he was like starting to open it. I was like, "No, I'm nervous." It's like, "Stop! I'm nervous." He's like, "No, shut up."
1: <laughs> yeah, shut up.
0: And they open it. He goes, "Oh my gosh!"
1: Was he like, "Why were you nervous whatsoever?" Yeah, yeah. He's like,
0: "This is amazing." And I was like, "Okay, good. Thank you." Oh, I love. I got that. new skillets. Skillets. I got two new skillets. Nice. That's and, good. Uh, a uh, ladle. A spaghetti grabber, not a ladle. The ladle with the claws.
1: Ladle with the claws. <laughs> I like your wrist motion. A spaghetti grabber.
0: (laughs) And a new, my mom also got, I got new utensils, like cooking cooking utensils.
1: Nice, very nice.
0: Yeah. I love that for you. It's great. It's a great Christmas.
1: I got my children, my daughter got a Letterman jacket, which she was not expecting, and it was a big hit.
0: Was she so excited? She was
1: so excited. That's
0: also good that she wasn't expecting it.
1: I know, because usually she, like, we decided not to put names on the presents this year so they wouldn't be able to tell who's is who's. Mm -hmm. But then Ivan got this giant-ass Nerf gun that's literally, like, as tall as I am. And, yeah. Whoa. And she was like, well, that's a Nerf gun, so that's Ivan's stack. And I was just like, dude. Okay, so
0: next year mix them yeah right.
1: <laughs> just be like nothing's gonna happen
0: be like i don't know which ones what but you just to open them all <laughs> <laughs> one for you one uh. for me actually that one's for me <laughs> right oh my gosh
1: but they did they were great they were awesome good yeah that's awesome my
0: little brother got a gaming laptop Ooh, yeah what's he play everything yeah but yeah. what's his one he thing likes he's playing right, right now?
1: now he likes
0: I last I knew he was on Fallout.
1: Oh, the new one. Yeah, I've heard bad things, but I'm interested. I have zero idea. Fallout 76. Yeah, yeah. I have zero idea. He likes to
0: play Fortnite too, but I don't. I don't know if that's like if that's what he's doing right now.
1: Right, you don't know if that's his thing right now. I don't know. I need to know how Fallout 76 is from like an actual person that I trust and not the internet. Okay, so I'll ask. Report back.
0: Okay, I'll also ask Christopher. I don't think Christopher's played the new one, but
1: yeah, did he play Fallout 4? I think so. 'Cause that's the one. Yeah, that's the, I mean, anyway, we could talk about Fallout all day, but we won't. <laughs> you could talk about Fallout all like day. I'll the, be like, mm-hmm. The first time I've made eye contact with you is when you said Fallout. I was like, Oh You're yeah? Like, oh. <laughs> oh tell me. <laughs> I was like making notes and stuff before, but it's fine. Um yeah. Yeah. He got he had
0: a good Christmas this year.
1: It's probably because you don't live there anymore and they don't probably. really have to worry about They're you. Like,
0: <laughs> Emily, <laughs> or, who?
1: Get her a ladle and a skillet. <laughs> We're spending all of our money on the good kid that's still here. <laughs> yeah.
0: My dad also picked up a shirt in Idaho when he was, Idaho, Iowa, one of the two, when he was driving for work Mm. and it says, oh shit, what's it say? This is, he tagged it, tagged me in it on Facebook, but it said something like, this is the last cat I'll bring home, I swear. And it said, and I'm really good at swearing. It is like this picture of all these cats in this, it's in like an older house. And it's oh, like perfect.
1: That is perfect. I should have worn it today. You should have. I love that. I was just like,
0: I don't have any shirts to wear. So cami it is with a sweater. I, I also that. got this sweater.
1: I like comfy. that sweater.
0: I've worn it for three days. I
1: keep checking it out. Thanks. I like it. My
0: grandma picks out good sweaters. Sweet. I'm eating this cookie. That's okay.
1: Isn't it's, that good? It's really good. It's, it's a it's, cracker. What's going to make me feel so much better.
0: So good. So delicious.
1: Yeah, is it just like peanut butter and crackers dipped in chocolate? Yeah. Why is it so good?
0: I don't know, but it's delicious.
1: really is. It's like, and it's not, it's like homemade. It's like Ritz crackers Mm -hmm. with a slab of peanut butter on it
0: dipped in chocolate. That's
1: why it tastes so good. That's why. Because it's homemade. Mm -hmm. Because we know the person who made it.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was made with love. Did you know things taste better if somebody else makes them that loves you because it's made with they make it with love and you're like, oh they love me so it tastes better. Did you know that? I didn't. That's why Christopher's food tastes better than mine. But oh. he thinks my food tastes better than his.
1: Huh. That's funny. I always think my stuff tastes better. I must love myself a lot.
0: You do. <laughs> Self love. <laughs> Self love is important,
1: Patra. Or oh, I'm rude.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's fine. One or the two. Nothing wrong with it. It's fine. You can still love yourself and be rude all at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's a magical experience. I'm pretty good at it. I also almost forgot to post yesterday, post Christmas's episode. Oh my gosh. I like realized it and I, like I was gonna post it. <laughs> I was gonna post it when we woke up. So they'd be like, Good morning, Merry Christmas. Here's right. your episode. Forgot.
1: Well, yeah, because it's Christmas <sighs> and you're doing stuff. It's <laughs> oh,
0: Christmas. <laughs> got to Christopher's parents' house and I was like sitting there. I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> forgot. <laughs> and then I forgot when I was like, Remember that when we get home. Like, you got to remember, got home. It was like three hours later. It was like, oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Forgot. (laughs) So, I mean, at least I got it on Christmas.
1: Yeah, you did great.
0: Thanks. And also, I don't think I edited that episode. (laughs) 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 So I have to go back and listen because I was like listening to bits and pieces of it as I was getting ready to post it. And I was like, I don't remember like sitting there in the studio listening to
1: that part. Well, we had an extra long lunch that day. Yeah, that you were gonna edit it. Remember that? Yeah.
0: And yeah. I was like, I don't think I, I don't I don't remember listening to that. And I was like, I'll just go back and do it. And then I was like,
1: hmm. Well, it's so funny because when you messaged me that night and asked me to send it to yeah. up, send it to you, I was like, Yeah, sure, I'll do it in the morning. And then I was like, oh, I wonder if she like had planned to do something to it last night, and I didn't think about it until I was like in here in my. Yeah like basketball no. shorts <laughs> no <laughs> no bra <laughs>
0: it's fine yeah so I don't think it got edited which I'm I'm gonna listen to it at some point in time and just make sure that there's nothing like
1: Hmm.
0: I mean it's not like we talked about anything besides murder right and if anything the things that weren't edited out were just long pauses and ums and hacks and coughs so, I do like those I mean oh well
1: yeah, I wonder if we did any of those, hang on, and someone came to say something, and then we talked trash about them real quick in the microphones. Yeah. I wonder I if there's know. any of that. I don't
0: remember getting interrupted mm.
1: either. Uh, no, me either. Okay. Who knows? I hope so, though. I hope there is. Who knows? <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Your Christmas
0: episode was uncut. <laughs> At least the second half was. Yeah, I like that. Oh, well. Um. Hello. Hi. I'm Emily.
1: I'm Patra. And this
0: is Off Air with Emily and Patra. Yeah, it I is. had a dream we were on Ellen last night. What? Yeah, I had a dream that we did like a live show on Ellen
1: because we're so cool and she wanted yeah. to talk to us, which <laughs> makes
0: no sense, but it's fine.
1: <laughs> so that was cool. That is pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. What awesome. were we talking about the podcast? Yeah, we were
0: like <gasps> do- we were like doing it, but we were on Ellen.
1: Ellen was there. Oh my gosh, I would love that.
0: Yeah, but it was also like. It was like Ellen and and 4th Street, like, mixed together. <laughs> it was like... Okay. Oh,
1: my word. It's like if Ellen
0: did a surprise show at 4th Street.
1: That would be amazing.
0: Yeah, I'd go.
1: Yeah. Do you like Adam Sandler? Um. Yeah, okay, I like the Hanukkah song. Okay. Sorry, everybody. N- don't be...
0: Christopher loves Adam Sandler. Okay. And there's a new, he's got a new Netflix special yeah, on Netflix. Okay. Like it's a, it's, it's comedy, one of his comedy shows. And he's like, I guess when I was gone up North, he started to watch it. Mm-hmm. And then he was text me. He's like, I'm going to stop this. Cause I want you to watch it with me. Cause it's funny. And I was like, Aww. okay, that's fine. So I totally wouldn't have done that. I'd have been like, I'm going to finish it. And if it's good, we're going to, I'll watch it again with right. you. <laughs> but, uh, I'm not the biggest fan of Adam Sandler. Like, he's funny, mm-hmm. but he's not, like, hilarious, I don't think. Yeah,
1: no, I get you. He's <laughs> There's not some... my favorite. If, you yeah. Know, like, name some comedians you love. Adam Sandler doesn't pop up. Mm-mm.
0: So. Yeah, he's kind of down on the list. Yeah. Um. So we were watching it and all this stuff, and I was like, huh ah. ah, that's funny. <laughs> like, oh, he's no! like He's like, are you watching? Because I was, like, looking at Squirt because Squirt was... <laughs> bathing himself and I was
1: watching <laughs> so him he's like distracted. he's
0: like you're not even watching I was like it's comedy I don't need to watch I just need to listen that's <laughs> fine and then we were at his parents house yesterday and Chris asked his brother he's like did you see Adam Sandler's new special and Tyler's like no I didn't and he goes we should watch it and then he turned to me he goes Ella you don't want to watch it and I was like not really
1: oh my gosh just I like that. No, I do usually watch those Netflix stand-up specials. Yeah. and it's been out for a few weeks, right? The Adam Sandler I one. I think so. Because I started watching it and didn't finish it. Mm-mm. I was like, "Oh, boo, no thanks." But there's an, a new Ellen one. Yeah, I saw that. Good. I haven't
0: seen. I haven't seen it. Seen it, but I've seen it like pop up. Right. It was a good. It was good. Yeah. Better than like the Adam Ellen. Sandler. One I like
1: Ellen for sure.
0: I don't know. It just I don't know. But he does this one, and I don't know if you've heard. It's is it's. it's I don't know if this is the name of it, but it's, uh-huh. it's phone, wallet, keys. And he talks about only needing his phone, wallet, and keys when he goes out. And then he gets on the plane, and then he needs his passport, phone, wallet, keys. And then he needs his laptop. And it's it's actually really funny. Is it? And then there's he did a, at the end, spoiler alert, He at the end he did a tribute song to Chris Farley. Because, you know, they were, like, best friends. <sighs> right. And it was, it was very sweet. Damn. I was, like, the entire time I was, like, that's not that funny. <laughs> I don't know. I don't find... His humor jokes very funny. Sorry, but I'm just an asshole sometimes, so it's fine.
1: No, you're not. (sighs) Okay. Okay. You want to talk about murder? I do. You want to go first? Do you want me to go first? I'll go. Who went first last time? Oh, Um, you. Technically, I did. Finish up. I guess. Yeah. Okay. So I'll go first. Okay. All right. This is um one that. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. This right. is one that my daughter sent to me. She's 16. Mm-hmm. Um, when we very first, I had to really dig back into our texts. The very first one that she sent me that we should do when we first started. Yeah. About the rebirth.
0: Before Before we get into this, I got, what's the word when you get yelled at? Not yelled at, but like. Reprimanded.
1: Reprimanded.
0: The exact, that's the exact word I was looking okay. for. Okay. I got reprimanded by my brother because apparently I didn't do Brian Wells, the Brian Wells case good enough for him. And I told oh. him, I looked at him and I said, excuse me. If you would have listened, you'd have said, you'd have learned that I'm not doing any research. <laughs> He's like, oh.
1: He's oh. like, mm hmm. Um, we had actually a nice comment about the John Bonet case. We did? Yeah. Oh, God. Um, someone said that nervous. they were a little bit obsessed with the John Bonet case yeah. and that we did a really good job just discussing it as two people would discuss it with our own theories and yeah. our own thoughts. So oh, thank you. I did love that. And I was like, okay, good. And Thanks, then I, I was like, real stressed about that one. It was a, it's like an intimidating one. Yeah. And then I saw John Bonet in the window at Walgreens <laughs> over the weekend. So <laughs> on Christmas Eve. <laughs> and can we talk about the fact
0: that I was standing in line? I went Christmas shopping on Friday on my way home and standing in line at Meyer. And I looked to my left and was it In Touch or People? Do you remember? I think it was In Touch. And In Touch has this, Front cover, John Binet's case is solved. And solved. I was like, Snapchat, grab this while I'm standing in line. Snapchat, Snapchat this picture to Patra. And I was like, what in the world? And then I had to go to Kroger because I needed something else that right. I, either I forgot it or I had to go get it at Kroger. And standing in line, and it talked, what was it? The, was it the Scott Peterson case?
1: Was it Scott Peterson? It was Scott Peterson was on it. That's all I could focus on. Yeah, Scott Peterson. I don't remember. And I was like, Let's but it, Scott had,
0: Peterson? Oh, it was Scott Peterson is, I guess, murdered more than just his wife or something right. like that. Another headline. And I, I snapchatted that to Patrick and I was like, what is happening? I was like, it's literally following me everywhere. But I yeah, the John Bonet Ramsey case, I was very nervous about, you did but awesome. I had fun doing it. And I told you, I mean, I forewarned everybody. I said, this is probably 100% wrong.
1: 100%. So that makes right. me feel
0: happy. 100%. Perfect. But also the fact that you saw her in Walgreens.
1: Right. So I'm at Walgreens and I had like a funny interaction with the little cashier kid because it's Christmas Eve and he's like bored. And I want to say we were there like 14 minutes before they closed. <laughs> yeah. um, Awesome customer. At least he was in a good mood. <gasps> he was in a great mood.
0: I shout out that. to cvs
1: walgreens Walgreens. I'm yeah sorry. shout out
0: to walgreens guy
1: get it anyway um so we were like laughing and joking with him and i turn around and walk out and my daughter's with me and there is a little girl sitting in the window and she's got blonde curly hair and mm-hmm. she's just sitting on like the ledge there's no seat she's clearly like maybe an employee's child or something because she waiting. was back there you know just waiting and the store is about to close and she was like leaned into the doorway like the door frame and just like over it you could see on her face <laughs> freaking over it dude and it startled me to see her i was like oh and we laughed a little bit and we took like two steps out of the door and my daughter goes it's JonBenet ramsey and i just <laughs> died i laughed so much oh so boy. i mean she was I don't know. Still eight. so <laughs> She's frozen in time. Oh, my word. There wasn't Katy Perry. <laughs> it wasn't Katy Perry after all.
0: Okay. I'm sorry. You can continue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, Let's just Lord. do JonBenet again. Okay. Anyway. <clears throat> okay. So this is one that my daughter sent to me. She was very excited. She was like, okay, you're doing this podcast about true crime and murder. I want you to do this one. Mm-hmm. And it's been months now since she sent it. And I've been like, oh, okay, well, we're doing like a Halloween. What did we do this on Halloween? I think. Mm-hmm. We did yeah, we started at time. Halloween. Yeah, okay. And then so I just didn't find a good time for it, but now it's a good time, okay, because it's about rebirth, mm. and this is the new year. Happy New Year! Hey. Oh, I guess we
0: should say Happy New Year too. Maybe we'll say <sighs> happy it at the new end because it's going to go on Monday, which is technically. <sighs> is it, it going to be
1: happy? Yet. Is it? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm going to be real happy when I go to bed.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness! Okay. Ten-year-old Candace Newmaker was born November 19, 1989, into poverty and spent much of her childhood in foster homes. Born to a teen mother and violent father. At age five, her biological parents' parental rights were terminated due to neglect, and her and her two siblings were separated. <laughs> yeah. When she was six years old, she was adopted by Jean Newmaker, a pediatric nurse from a well-off family in Durham, North Carolina. Within a month of Candace joining her new family, Jean, her new mom, started taking Candace to see a psychiatrist, stating that she had, I'm sorry, I've stuffy nose, so I have You're to breathe fine. out of my mouth. I'm a mouth breather today. Plus, like I'm gonna I'm gonna pretend it's like a week of Christmas candies, but it's like two months of Christmas candies. Yeah. And like my pants are really cutting into my gut today. <laughs> <I understand. laughs> so when I take in a deep breath, it's like gotta be real deep so I can make it last. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> so I can't make it last.
0: <laughs> so
1: she started taking this girl to see a psychiatrist. <laughs> Rude. Stating that she had less than exemplary behavior and a nasty attitude. According to her adopted mother, Candace was a child who um, raged uncontrollably and once attempted to set the house on fire. Candace spent years on medication and seeing psychologists, but Newmaker says the session's... Often ended with her daughter biting and spitting at the therapist. Jeez. Although, I know. I, it reminds me of like The Exorcist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although Candace was heavily medicated, Jean reported that Candace had started playing with matches and killed her goldfish. Oh. Yeah. How do you kill a goldfish? You stop feeding it, you flush it. You I don't know, but my it. Sims
0: goldfish, you can't even feed. So it's just floating around fishing.
1: How's The Sims?
0: Great. Yeah. I've been playing it nonstop all weekend long.
1: I love that. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, so by Candace's 10th birthday, Newmaker concluded that her daughter suffered from reactive attachment disorder.
0: Rea- A- reactive attachment disorder.
1: Otherwise known as RAD. <laughs> <laughs>
0: God, the hand motions. I know. I'm sorry. I've never, I'm sorry. I've never no, heard okay. of that.
1: Yeah, me Rea- either. Reactive attachment disorder. Okay. Story time. When my kids were young, I did the attachment parenting method. Mm-hmm. which I didn't really because I didn't follow a parenting method. But turns out, if you really like your kids, there's mm-hmm. this thing called attachment <laughs> parenting where you are just with them all the time. And we did sleep in the same bed for the most part. Um, I nursed them until, like, they were probably, each were past a year old. My mm-hmm. old, my daughter was a little bit older than that. To where, um, like, I didn't let them stay the night with anyone for a few years. But I think that's all normal stuff. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so it's called the attachment parenting method. Okay. Um, there are some, like, other things you can, like, really, like, you don't let the kid go anywhere without you. That was not me. I had you to You weren't work. a helicopter parent. Yeah, you I just had to attached. work. <laughs> so I pumped and sent that milk home and was like, bye, I love you. So we were attached, but not at the hip or mm-hmm. anything. <clears throat> anyway, rad. Rad. Is difficult to diagnose and is often misdiagnosed. But it's typically diagnosed in adopted slash fostered children. Some of the treatment for RAD is used to help the child become closer to the parent. Here, are you ready for some of these treatments? I guess. If I did any of these to you, you would hate me. Okay.
0: Forever. Okay.
1: Forced eye contact at a close range. Jesus,
0: no. That is so awkward.
1: I know. How close? And I don't even like to make eye contact with people unless it's natural. Yeah. If I'm like, hey, you need to look at them, then I'm like, ugh. Yeah,
0: um, no thank you.
1: Yeah. Knuckling the ribs. Knuckling what the ribs. What does that even mean? Doesn't that sound painful? Yeah. Uh, relentless even if it's... tickling. No. I know. Licking the face. What? What? Having an adult lie on them for a long amount of time so that they can't, like, get up. <laughs> And not being allowed to use the bathroom.
0: No, that's not. That is not parenting. That's torture.
1: Right? Well, the, yeah, this is the all of uh, it. The treatment for that's, rad. Nope. If you're too damn rad. Sorry. I'm so sorry. That's the only time I'm no, going to say fine. it. Okay. It's fine. Uh, anyway, these are all so that the child will feel like they need the parent and will try to force them to show affection to their caregivers.
0: When is when? When did this take place?
1: Uh, 19... Okay, 2000, because she was born in 89. no. I know. So not, like, a long time ago. Yeah. So this is all supposed to help the child care more for their parent and need their parent more, their caregiver or whatever. Mm. Okay. In addition, because there's lots of different treatments, but this is, like, a real weird thing. In addition, holding therapy can be used, which is when the caregiver forcefully holds their child for hours while the child tries to fight then eventually tires out and accepts the situation. Then the parent uses reparenting methods, such as letting the child lie across their lap, feeding them a bottle, even if they're a teenager, so that the child is aware that their parent isn't so bad. Why?
0: Why have I like so seen torture? That before? Them. Yeah, right. Why? What is what is playing back in my mind that I've seen that situation before where it's like an adult like a teenager parenting
1: a teenager like that I don't know holding it
0: I don't know what that is in my head but I've seen it before (laughs) yeah maybe
1: it was something about this
0: and I kind of understand maybe and I can understand kind of like the if they're fighting you Uh kind of holding them and just kind of being like but that for me that's more of like I don't know yeah I don't even know
1: like um when I went through some training when I worked with um mentally challenged folks. They taught us holding techniques on how to like hold them so that they can't hurt themselves or others. Yeah. And I feel like this is kind yeah. of it. But you were never to use it for hours. No. My word. No. I mean, golly. Anyway. <clears throat> huh? So uh, holding therapy and some of the attachment therapy was used on Candace. Her mother laid on her for almost an hour and her mother's not a small woman
0: mm-hmm.
1: Um, and licked her face.
0: That's just weird. It is super weird. like my mom does that to pick on me. Not she
1: doesn't lay on me for hours,
0: but and she's also smaller than I am. Be a little
1: turd, but she'll like
0: sit on me or whatever and just be goofy.
1: Yeah, I totally do that. Or my because my kids are bigger than me, so sometimes they'll do it to me, and I'm like, let me go. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, but not like
0: I know. Although I mean, I do not have this disorder, so. I I guess I can't really, I can't relate hundred percent. I don't
1: see any disorder you have getting licked in the face fixing it. I just don't see it. (laughs) I don't. I'm sorry. Be like, mark it down. I said it. I'm sorry. (laughs) I don't think this method's going to work. Um, you know what would work? This is something that my kids do to me Hmm. is when I can't get up, they exhale directly into like my nostril area, so I have to inhale their exhale. Oh, I hate it. (laughs) I hate it. They will exhale with their nostrils, so I have to breathe in. My inhale is their exhale. <laughs> <laughs> That's that sounds, so gross. That and sounds weird.
0: so like
1: see attachment parenting,
0: cheesy, ro- <laughs> cheesy, romantical. It does.
1: Inhale Your my inhale
0: is my exhale.
1: <laughs> gross. Anyway, <clears throat> okay, moving on. Rad. Second sentence. <laughs> Jean eventually heard through the grapevine about attachment therapy, which, again, is not a recognized form of treatment um, and I merely why. an alternative method that has caused some controversy. <clears throat> in April 2000, Jean traveled to Evergreen, Colorado with Candice, where Connell Watkins, an unlicensed therapist, ran her birthing clinic. And I'm going to go ahead and throw some names at you here. Okay. They were involved in the therapy session that eventually... We're going to discuss, which is, whew, okay. Okay. Um, Jean, her mom, Jack McDaniel, and Brita St. Clair, therapists at the rebirthing center. Okay. Connell Watkins and Julie Ponder, which is kind of like the person, Connell Watkins is like the leader of it, but Julie Ponder is the person who like kind of came up with this whole therapy. Okay. Okay. For this specific event anyway. Okay. As far as I can tell. Watkins described Newmaker as scared and exhausted. She was afraid that she wasn't going to be able to hold on to her daughter much longer, and she did not want to have to place her out of her home. So she was like... Desperate. Yeah, you like you got a puppy that won't stop pooping, and you're going to get rid of it. That's what she's going to do with this child. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be. Uh, anyway. <clears throat> so this all led up to Candace's rebirth. This method of treatment is supposed to simulate what a child experiences during their birth, that way they can be reborn to their new parent and start a new bond with them. Candace was wrapped in a flannel sheet that was supposed to be the womb and had to fight her way out to her new mom as she was attempting to get out. Four people in the room prevented her as best they could. So Jean, Watkins, Julie Ponder, McDaniel, and St. Clair. But they were not all in there together at the same time. So there's five total people, but interchanging. Okay. They use pillows. Their knees, hands, everything to make it as difficult as possible for her to escape just so that she would have to fight for her mother. I don't, I feel like this is backwards. Mm -hmm. Anyway, show that she really cared and loved her, her mother. If she really cared and loved her mother, then she'd get out. That's the point. Okay. This goes on for 70 minutes with Candace begging to be let out. It was all videotaped. This all happened because she was difficult to handle, which was not A personality trait that anyone could corroborate except for the adoptive mother. The school, other therapists she had seen in the past, etc., did not see any bad behavior like Jean described.
0: Okay.
1: We're going to move on to the transcript, and I'm super, super sorry. Okay. Because there's not like a—I couldn't find a recording of it, which I feel like there is definitely a reason for that. They played videotapes in court. Um. About it, but it's all everywhere I can find. It's just been transcribed for us online. Okay. Uh, so therapist Julie Ponder tells Candace to lie down on the navy blue flannel sheet and get into the fetal position. So, you know, mm-hmm. like your arms and knees are kind of wrapped up together. Imagine, She says, imagine yourself as a teeny little baby inside your mother's womb and what it felt like, warm. It felt tight because her stomach was all around you. So they bound her in the sheet, the ends twisted above her head, and held by Ponder. So she's all like wrapped up and it's twisted above her head. Mm -hmm. She's covered by pillows and four adults begin like pressing in on her. Okay. So she's all wrapped up. She's got the pillows on her. It's like tied above her head. She's basically in like a flannel sack and four grown adults are pressing in on her. Um, What do you think you thought about when you were in there? The therapist says. And Candace says, I thought I was going to die. The therapist says, you think you're, you thought you were going to die in there? And she says, yeah. And then Jean, the mom says, I'm so excited. I'm going to have a brand new baby. I hope it's a girl. I'm going to love her, to hold her and tell her stories. I'm going to keep her very safe. Every day we'll be together and she'll be with me forever. Candace is asked if she believes what her mother is saying. She replies, "Uh uh-huh. Candace is asked how that makes her feel. Happy. Watkins. If the baby doesn't decide to be born, she will die. When the baby decides to be born, it's a wonderful thing. Ponder, so, little baby, are you ready to be reborn? Uh Uh-huh. This poor kid. Like, she knows she's got to say what she's got to say. You can just Mm -hmm. tell. Okay, so Ponder says, come out head first. You have to push really hard with your feet. If you stay in there, you're going to die, and your mommy's going to die. Now, I just don't feel like that is even... Anessa's, I don't It just seems insane. Yeah. OK. So it's just starting at like a zero minute counter. So at eight minutes in, she says, who's sitting on me? I can't do it. I can't do it. Crying. Can my hands come out first? And then Watkins says, sometimes it takes 18 hours to be born at nine and a half minutes screaming. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. So this is nine minutes in. <sighs> 10 minutes in. Whoever is pushing on my head, it's not helping. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't breathe. It's too dark under here. Please quit pushing on my head. I can't do it. Somebody's sitting on top of me. Uh, 11 minutes. Moaning. Somebody's on top of me. Where am I supposed to come out? Right here where my finger is. Screams. I can't do it. I'm going to die. God. Uh, At 11 and a half minutes. Quit pushing on me, please. Moaning. Quit squishing my legs. I'm going to die now. Ponder says, Do you want to die? She says, No, I'm about to. 12 minutes in, please, please, I can't breathe. 1230, I can't do it anymore. 1240, please quit pushing on me. 13 minutes. I need some help. Help. Help me, please. Watts, Watkins, are you feeling the contractions, mom? And her mom says, I am.
0: So oh my God.
1: You're just there listening to your watching, listening to your kid beg for her life. There's a lot of that. So we're gonna not read the whole. at 16 minutes in she says can you let me have some oxygen you mean like you want me to die for real what the the little yeah and Ponder says uh huh die right now and go to heaven she says Ponder says go ahead and die right now for real for real then Candace says okay I'm dead like okay Watkins it's not always easy to live you have to be really strong to live a life a human life um at 17 minutes you can hear labored breathing and she's saying she's sick um. at 18 minutes she said you said you would give me oxygen Watkins says you gotta fight for it 20 minutes in Candace throws up so clearly she is lacking oxygen <sighs> Um, Candace vomits okay I'm throwing up I just threw up vomiting and then she says I gotta poop I gotta poop um, I'm going in my pants
0: oh my god
1: yeah the therapists are like okay go ahead stay in there with it what yeah, yeah. 23 minutes, help, I can't breathe, I can't breathe, it's hot, I can't breathe. Her mom then says, I'm so excited to have this baby. I'm waiting for you, to love you and hold you. <sighs> um, a therapist says, scream, Candice. Candace replies, no. I love her. Yeah. I love her to death. Um, her mom says, baby, I love you already. I'll hold you and love you and keep you safe forever. Don't give up on your life before you have it. Okay, so at 32 minutes in, Jack McDaniel, one of the therapists, repositions himself on a pillow over Candace's head. Oh. So they're, like, lying on this girl. Yeah, while she's begging. They start, like, poking her, like, asking her questions like, Candace, Mm -hmm. no response. Um, Then they say she needs more pressure over here, so she really needs to fight.
0: Yeah, because that's really what she needs. Right.
1: So at 30. 5 to 40 minutes, Ponder and McDaniel reposition themselves over and over. Ponder, the therapist, says she gets to be stuck in her own puke and poop. What? And Watkins, the other therapist, "Uh uh-huh, it's her own life, quitter. At 40 minutes in, Candace says no, and that is her last word. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They basically just kind of berate her a bit. Uh, They call her a quitter. They talk about how she is Um, making her life everybody else's problems. Uh, Watkins leaves, and Newmaker, her mother, leaves. McDaniel um, and the others kind of, like, stay there. I mean, it's 40 minutes in, and this is a 70-minute session, so.
0: Oh. Yeah.
1: You did say that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, While they're doing this, since they don't hear anything from her, they chit-chat about their dream homes and a million-dollar property nearby, and, like, um... (laughs) you know, normal work stuff and daytime stuff. Uh, At one hour, nine minutes, they unwrap Candace, and Watkins says, oh, there she is, sleeping in her vomit. Stop. Yeah. Jean, who had been asked to leave the room because she felt rejected by her daughter because she hadn't come out yet. Yeah. Because she's dead. Because she's dead. And the therapist did not want Candace to feel that she had been... um, you know, that she didn't want the little girl to feel that her mom felt rejected. Oh, my God. So they asked the mom to leave. Yeah. You big baby. I know. So she'd been watching on a monitor in the next room, reenters, and starts giving Candace CPR while Watkins calls 911. When the paramedics arrive, McDaniels tells them that Candace had been left alone during her rebirthing therapy for about five minutes, which is when she stopped <laughs> breathing. Yeah, yeah. But they videotaped the whole <laughs> dang thing, you guys. <sighs> paramedics quickly revived her and she was flown to a hospital in Denver where she was pronounced brain dead the next day due to asphyxia oh <sighs> I know I know Um they could tell that she had been obviously um, without oxygen for quite longer than five minutes
0: yeah Um enough to be brain dead
1: yeah Gene <clears throat> Newmaker Candace's new mom was given a deferred sentence of four years. What? And the North Carolina Nursing Board let her keep her nursing license. North Carolina. So she was taught no lesson whatsoever, basically. Jack McDaniel and Brita St. Clair, um, given 10 years of probation and 1,000 hours of community service, they were her um, therapeutic foster parents. So I guess they were the the bad ones or whatever, and to make Jean seem like the good parent. Connell Watkins, the person who owned the mm-hmm. center, was sentenced to 16 years and um, was actually, she was let out because it was happened in 2000. Um, she has to have intensive supervision and wear an ankle bracelet. Mm-hmm. Julie Ponder, also sentenced to 16 years, but she is still in prison as far as we know. Julie Ponder was the one who came up with this awesome therapy. <sighs> so, I am someone who is adopted at a later age Mm -hmm. and I definitely have like a different outlook on life or attitude about things than you know my family I guess um I could see it be it I could see it being like I'm not as attached as they would think right or as they would expect me to be because I um I can go a couple of months and not hear from them and still love them and care about them, but I'm just not, like, up their butts. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? I think some people are just different, and I feel like this little girl, she went through a lot, and she was just a little different, and maybe her mom was insane. You think? And just didn't know how. A lot of people take your behavior as an attack on them. Yeah. It was just this kid's behavior. But I feel like the mom was just, like.
0: Oh, my God yeah I know what why
1: I know why
0: can we can we we all just go and do that exact same thing to them that would be great
1: I mean when they're like four years yeah four years and she can still be a nurse and all that like nothing nothing happened to her really oh my gosh Mm -hmm. what what I know (laughs) I know I, that poor baby. And it was deferred, so that means she didn't have to serve the time, right? Yeah, I think so. I think so, so. That poor baby. I know. 10 years old. And it obviously weighed heavily on my daughter because she's brought it up. Well, yeah. Yeah, like a bunch. Like, hey, are you going to do this one? So, yeah. And her last word was no. (sighs) Well, they're like berating her and harassing her and torturing her.
0: I don't even like the covers over my face when I'm sleeping. No, because it's too claustrophobic.
1: I love to snuggle in, but I have to make but sure my like, face is turned away a little bit because I'm not trying to inhale your exhale. Yeah.
0: If yeah, yeah, exactly. There's got to be cold, fresh air hitting my face at some yeah
1: at all times, or I'll feel like I'm dying. Mm-hmm. Happy New Year.
0: Fudge. I don't like it. I, I don't, don't like either. that one.
1: I don't know. Sorry. Love you.
0: It's okay. I love you, too. Oh,
1: my god. You're like, actually, I'm just going to delete this one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Actually, I need you to pull
1: another story. No, I'm just kidding. Wow. Wow. Yeah. (sighs) Excuse me. Assholes. Agreed. (sighs) Okay. By the way, it was $7,000 a week treatment. So. $7,000
0: a week for them to kill this poor little girl.
1: Yeah i mean
0: how how did oh, i've got so many questions i know mainly for the justice system
1: yes <laughs> <laughs> okay
0: so david aug Og- oh no let me start over okay david augustus burke was born in england on may eighteenth, nineteen 1952 to jamaican immigrants He and his family moved to Rochester, New York, when he was six, and his father was a taxi driver at Rochester's airport, and his mother worked at a hospital.
1: Okay. What does that face? Nothing. Trying to figure it out. A little bit. Okay. Uh,
0: Burke moved to Long Beach in 1987, hoping to leave behind some of his troubles. When he was in Rochester, the FBI and local police had investigated him on uh, several—no, had investigated him several times for drug trafficking and auto theft but he was only ever charged with petty larceny. In 1984, Burke was arrested for shoplifting $45 worth of goods from a local store, which he pleaded guilty to a lesser charge of disorderly conduct, which I don't understand that one. Yeah. Like, you shoplifted, but you're getting charged with disorderly conduct. Like, how does that, like...
1: I wonder if it costs less money to get charged with disorderly conduct than shoplifting. Probably. Yeah. Like, I bet there's a higher fine for the shoplifting one. Who knows? I I, I would go with whatever's cheapest. Charge Um, me. In
0: 1985, Burke's name surfaced on a confidential wiretap that police used during a major drug investigation.
1: Uh, Yeah, baby.
0: (laughs) That involved hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of marijuana and cocaine. Burke was never a primary target in the investigation, um, and the investigation eventually led to the indictment of 24 people for alleged involvement in the trafficking of drugs from Jamaica to Rochester. Uh, Police informers said Burke used his airport connections to help transport drugs, but FBI agent Gene Harding said the bottom line was we never arrested him. We never had the evidence. So David Burke had seven children and loved cars, especially his Mercedes, BMW, and Lincoln. His mother called him a jack of all trades, as he bought a truck to plow snow. He fixed cars, and was invested in real estate as well. In the eighties, he was employed with U.S. Air, now called U.S. Airways. (coughs) Sorry, you're fine. But was terminated following invest. Following an investigation into the theft of sixty nine dollars from the proceeds of in flight liquor sales. Oh my gosh! So he stole sixty nine dollars, <throat> which is the equivalent of about one hundred and fifty today.
1: Sixty nine dollars.
0: What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Burke told the mother of his three children that he was suspended unfairly and would get his job back. This wasn't the first time he felt mistreated. On July fifth ni- no, July fifteenth, nineteen eighty seven, he filed a discrimination complaint against U.S. Air. U.S. Air arguing he was demoted because of his race when he was transferred the year prior from Greater Rochester International Airport to the Los Angeles International Airport. Friends said that he was crushed at the demotion to ticket agent, and he told them that a white woman with less experience got the customer service supervisor's job that he had held. Less
1: experience and less stealing booze, probably. Probably. Just saying. I mean, I don't know. Maybe (laughs) she... (laughs) And how also
0: how would he know? Right. You don't know. Unless never mind. <laughs> uh, US Air was in the process of absorbing Pacific Southwest Airlines after purchasing the airline. After okay. purchasing after purchasing Pacific Southwest Airlines. Does that makes sense. Now? Yeah. Pacific Southwest Airlines Flight 1771 was a commercial flight that traveled daily from Los Angeles to San Francisco. Burke's supervisor, Ray Thompson, took the flight daily as he lived in San Francisco and worked at the Los Angeles International Airport, which is LAX, if you didn't know.
1: I didn't. Thank you. Yes.
0: On December 7th, 1987, Burke per- <laughs> Burke purchased a ticket using his U.S. Air credentials, which keep in mind, he got fired. Right. And he was able to board the flight to LAX with a loaded 44 Magnum pistol he had borrowed from a co-worker. Oof. After boarding the plane, he wrote on a barf bag, my words, <laughs> <laughs> my words, <laughs> <laughs> Hi, quote, Hi, Ray. I think it's sort of ironical that we end up like this. I asked for some leniency from my family. Remember? Well, I got none and you'll get none. End quote. Whoa. The plane was a four engine British aerospace. I'm going to. Butcher this part. Uh, British Aerospace BAE 146-200. Yeah, know how to, baby. I don't know how to talk airplane speak, but that's what it was. And was flying at 22,000 feet over the central California coast. You cold? I am so cold. It's real cold.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, when I was making my coffee, it was 67 degrees. The heat was set at 67 degrees. Oh, my And
1: I was gosh. like, what? <laughs> Cranked this it up to morning- 73. I was like, my skin hurts. Yeah. Like underneath my sweatshirt and my t shirt, I was like, my skin is in pain.
0: Yeah. So Someone, cold. the goosebumps treat are me for so. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> the goosebumps are so, like, hard.
1: Yeah. They're, like, never <laughs> like, going to disappear. Paper.
0: Um, okay. Uh, the plane was flying 22,000 feet over the central California coast. Burke left his seat and hand- headed toward the lavatory, dropping the handwritten note in Thompson's lap. When he exited the lavatory, he took out his gun and shot Thompson. Then he opened the cockpit door. A female, presumably a fi- flight attendant, told the crew, which this is all recorded on, like on the
1: the, the black box.
0: box. Um, a female, presumably, pre- why can't I say that word? <laughs> presumably, a flight attendant told the crew that quote We have a problem." The captain asked, what kind of problem? And that's when Burke appeared in the doorway of the cockpit and said, I'm the problem. Yikes. Firing three more shots, which are assumed to have killed the pilots. Well, that's stupid. Yeah. Several seconds later, the cockpit recorder picked up, an increase, picked up increasing windscreen noises as the airplane pitched downward and began to accelerate. A final gunshot was heard on the recording, and it's speculated that Burke shot himself. The plane continued to descend and at 4.16 p.m. crashed into the hillside of a cattle ranch in the Santa Lucia Mountains near Cayucos, California.
1: Hey, good. That was good.
0: (sighs) (laughs) Um, Santa Lucia Mountains are just north of Santa Monica. I looked up on the thing. Goodness. On the thing. On On Google Maps. On a map. (laughs) The thing. Um, And also, are the cows okay? (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, my God. 43 people, including Burke, were killed in the shootings and the plane crash, making Burke the worst African-American mass murderer in U.S. history. Yeah. The FBI discovered both the handgun and the note written on the barf bag and several days later determined that Burke was the person responsible for the crash. In addition to the evidence uncovered at the crash site, other factors surfaced. Burke's co-worker admitted to letting him borrow the gun, and Burke had also left a goodbye message on his girlfriend's answering machine.
1: You are just getting it today.
0: (laughs) Strict federal laws were passed after the crash of Pacific Southwest Airlines Flight 1771, including a law that required immediate seizure of all airline employee credentials upon termination of an airline position and another policy that states all members of any airline flight crew, including the captain, were were to be subjected to the same security measures as the passengers.
1: All right. So because he was able to buy his ticket, he got less, like, Scanning. I, I just assumed at the time he had his.
0: He still had his because he worked at the airport, right? And he still had his badge, so he just showed his badge, and the the TSA guys were like, "Yeah, sure, go on." Uh, okay. So that's how he got through without with hmm Wow. So yeah. That is, that is the Pacific Southwest Airlines flight seventeen seventy one.
1: Holy cow! I did not know that one. I'm sorry. I'm so stuffy. At this I love second. it. I love it. (laughs) What happened? It it,
0: it got worse. It's because you got cold. It's because you just got real cold because you like tucked in.
1: Yeah, that's true. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's sad. I don't like that one either. I don't like any of these.
1: (laughs) I know. So, (laughs) he got, I mean, he got himself fired. He was doing stupid stuff.
0: Yeah, don't steal money. Yeah. Regardless of how much it is. Yeah. I mean, if there's a quarter on the ground, make sure there's nobody around that's like losing a quarter. Like, there's pocket change falling out of their butt pocket. Right. Obviously, that quarter's theirs. But if there's not, you can pick it up. That's your you quarter. You have my permission.
1: Yeah. Wowza. Yeah. And, then I mean, he just killed the people and then it's like the pilots and then the mm-hmm. plane crashed. Mm-hmm. Yikes, dude. Yeah. He killed his previous supervisor. He killed himself. Why didn't he just kill his supervisor and himself and let everybody else live?
0: Exactly. I don't know. That's rough, rough and tough. That's terrible. Yep. In the in the the conversation of finding money, Mm -hmm. I was at the gas station the other day. I'm a mess. (laughs) I was in the gas station at the gas station the other day. I saw a Chase card on the ground, and I was like. How did I already drop? I, my immediate thought was, how did I already drop my card?
1: I haven't even been in here yet. Yeah, I was
0: like, I haven't even, like, been out of my car for two seconds. And I looked down, and it was somebody else's. And I was like, uh. the damage I could do. But I was like, obviously, I'm not going to because I'm not right. that kind of person. But So I walked up to the, the the lady. It was one of, like, the smaller gas stations. I think it was, like, Kroger or something where they're in, oh, that, so in like their little, little box. Yeah. yeah. And so I walked up to the lady, and she's like, it was, it was like five o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah. She's like, Yeah. And I was like, I found this on low ground. I said, I don't know if she's going to come back for it or whatever. And she goes, oh. Sick of it. She's like, Yeah, she's sick of getting people's credit cards oh, handed gosh. to her.
1: I was like, Oh, okay. That's like, hilarious.
0: It was my good deed for like the month. <laughs> not,
1: anybody just, else's card, you just run over that shit. Anybody else's and card, it. just
0: leave it there. Yeah. No.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Yeah. I that like would that. be, I think that would be one of the most terrifying things in, my, in the world to lose your card no to die on a plane
1: <laughs> oh, i was like wow really you never lost your card at the gas station? oh no i've
0: lost my card at the gas station plenty of times i, I threw my wallet away patrick yeah. of course i've lost my card right. at a gas oh station. oh my gosh you
1: did <laughs> oh yeah imagine imagination
0: sensational oh <laughs> christopher said because he likes to watch me play The Sims because I guess I'm really good at it. But also I've been playing for at least the past 10 years. I love that. Um, and he goes, you need to start a YouTube channel. I was like, mm, maybe. Oh, I would watch you and, play. Okay. Well, that's good. Because I was thinking about it. Shit. Where was I going with that? YouTube. The Sims. Oh, sensational. Yeah. <laughs> so he goes, he, and he goes, that can be like your catchphrase. Because you know how some people Ooh, are like, you yeah. know, I, uh, YouTubers that have been doing it for a long time, like have their openings where they're like, hey. right. Or the uh, Glamagore says, hello, face on every video. Right. and Just be like, that'll be my catchphrase. Sensational. I love it. And I was like, okay, but so I decided that I, I'll start because he's got all those set up and stuff for yeah. his stuff. But um, so I was like, I guess I'll start. And then, but I have to wait until this family dies because I want to like start fresh. <laughs> and
1: that's I'm- our next week's story. <laughs> How Emily Kills Her Family.
0: <laughs> and I've been doing, like, the past two, I've been doing, like, this weekend, mm-hmm. I was doing really good because my, the one guy, I haven't cheated. I haven't used a cheat code at all. Okay. And the one guy, he, I made him a player. So he was, he had, like, three girlfriends Ooh. and was, like, consistently flirting with all these women and, like, bouncing these woohoo's out. And, <laughs> And then he, it was, like, his birthday, so I got him a birthday cake. And if they blow out candles on the birthday cake, they age up. Okay. And he had aged up right before he blew out the candles. Like, it was his birthday, so he was going to age up. Right. But he blew out the candles, or he aged up right before he blew out the candles. So he aged up twice in a span wow. of, like, two seconds. And I was like, oh, shit. And, oh, the first one, the first lady he was boning, <laughs> she, she was an, she was listed as an elder and she died right after they woohooed. She oh, like gets out of bed, sense. checks her pulse on her wrist, and then grasps her chest, and then falls to the fetal position. And then the grim showed up.
1: I want that to happen to me. And then
0: we, uh, obviously, he, so he aged up from young adult to elder within a span of like two seconds, because right. I cl- I was moving too quick. And he did the same thing. He he was moaning some chick because I, I made him a player. He was boning some chick, and he died. And then, I don't know what happened, but it, like, glitched out, and he came back to life, and then they woohooed. I made him woohoo again, and then he died oh again. Oh, So God. he died twice.
1: What and in I was the like, world? This
0: is great. So, and then I started a new family, and she's a writer. Like, oh. her aspiration is to be a bestseller, and she's almost there. I don't think I've ever, ever, ever in my life, like, made – like the achievements of a career, like wow. completed a career goal, but we're doing it.
1: Yes, babe.
0: And I didn't use a cheat code, and she's got like almost forty thousand simoleons in her thing. She also makes sixty dollars an hour, but that's fine. That's fine.
1: Oh my gosh! So you're once so they excited about once it. I
0: they die, that. I'm thinking about killing off. She got married, <laughs> and I don't really like the guy. Kill him. So I'm thinking about killing <clears> him <throat> off, or they're gonna get a divorce.
1: I don't know. Like it matters.
0: Yeah. I don't know. We'll see.
1: I love that story.
0: Depends on how I'm feeling when I get home. Murder or I'm, just divorce. Yeah. I'm, and also they got married and it asked you to move like your household, you know? Yeah. And there's another woman living with them. Um, pardon me. <laughs> I, kill didn't, I didn't even know it. I should. Yeah. Kill you're right. his ass. I didn't even know. And it they've got the same <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> Did he go? Did he go... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if um. If they were married, they had the same last name, but I don't know if they were married or if it was just like created, you know, you can create them and they don't have to be. Right. I don't know know about that. I don't know. But I was like, I went to move them and I was like, what in the world? How dare you, dude? Who is this chick? You're right. I should kill him. Yeah. Murder him. Dead. You got it. He's dead tonight.
1: Awesome.
0: But I got to wait for this girl to die. All right. But she's going to die naturally of natural causes. Yeah, that makes sense. And depression. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) And then I'll start fresh and make a make a thing. Yeah.
1: Okay. Good because I want to watch. Okay.
0: I love The Sims. Sensational.
1: Sensational.
0: Sim- <laughs> oh shit! I know. Oh. shit. I
1: know. Oh shit. Sim.
0: Sensational. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay i think that's oh, a good man. note to leave it on um thanks for talking to me today
1: thanks for listening to us Babylon, about everything happy new year happy new year do you have
0: any do you have any resolutions for 2019 oh my god
1: okay actually i'm kind of proud of myself because mm-hmm. this year i have always done the typical like i'm going to improve some physical aspect of myself mm-hmm. i'm not doing that this year mm-hmm. um Forget the fact that I have been eating like it's Christmas Day for two months. I don't mm-hmm. give a shit. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I'm still strong and beautiful.
0: You are strong and beautiful.
1: My goal for this year is to not take other people's actions like they're an act against me. Does okay. that make sense? So, like, yeah. just because someone is too busy and, like, forgot to message me or couldn't hang out, that's their life. Something's going on with them. I do not need to have a big old fit about it. <laughs> I kind of get worked up and have fits about things sometimes. Yeah. So that's my new. That's my goal, and I'm I'm working on it already. It, it's
0: good. That just sounded like I agreed with you that you were like a big baby. I didn't mean. Uh, it. I didn't mean to sound agree like agree with me. About the big- <laughs> I meant like yeah, like I understand. Not like yeah, you calm the fuck down.
1: Yeah, like I mean, but I need to calm down a, a tiny,
0: What's a smidge. The- um, I don't really have any except when you said that. You always focus on physical aspects, yeah. and you're not this year. I kind of thought I need to ask my mom because I'm I'm still young, and so I'm still on her health insurance. Yeah, but I'm gonna go. But I'm gonna start going back to therapy. I think
1: good for you. I like nothing's that. like wrong, but it's helpful.
0: But it is helpful, and I don't know. Sometimes it's one thing to talk, and everybody's like. And it's always this way with people with therapy. It's like, well, you know you can talk to me. Yeah, I can talk to you, but yeah. I don't want to talk to you. Right. Because who else are you gonna tell? Even if even like if I talk to you, obviously you're not gonna tell anybody, or Christopher's not gonna tell anybody, but
1: you have to worry about how that person's going to perceive you after. Exactly. No matter what. This
0: person it's their
1: job. Right. To and listen. You get to not worry about how they're gonna perceive you. Exactly. That's the whole point. Exactly.
0: So yeah. My, my, mom's, for us. my mom's insurance will cover it. I'm going to go back to therapy. If not, <laughs> Wednesdays <laughs> at 10 o'clock. <laughs> Here we go, Patra. <laughs> Happy freaking new year. <laughs> oh my God. I
1: love it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Send your okay. recommendations to Off Air with EP at gmail.com. Do it. And find us everywhere. Everywhere. Off Air with EP. Happy New Year.
1: Happy New Year.